What's going on in here? Well, I told you, we're remodeling closets. I knew this was going to happen eventually, but not so soon. Come on, it's a new year, time to start over. Plus, we need more room for all your nasty construction boots. Uh, you mean stiletto heels? Whatever, they take up a lot of space, Imelda. So what's the difference between this year's closet and last year's closet? Well, um, we're going to have more student voice, regular guest editorials. What about the music and the insightful investigative reporting? Um, oh, the gossip. Yeah, that'll still be there. Oh, thank my rainbows. Great. Let's get started. Hand me a glue stick and the glitter. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. And and we are here. Holy moly! So it is um uh it is July eighteenth uh two thousand seven, and you're listening to Closets Over Clothes. Uh, we are uh awaiting uh Gabe to call in because we he is on the spot. Uh, and uh, so the, he he just called in, so we are just connecting him uh to uh to be on the air. And oh, I think I hear him. Is this Hi, you? Dan. Hey. How are you? I, you know, I am nice and cozy in the air conditioning in the studio. How about you? Um, I'm nice and cozy in the middle of the art fair. In the middle of the art fair, what are you doing there? Well, you know, I figure that it's time to bring closets out to the people. <laughs> oh, are we too much like you know the Queen Mum and? Uh... Uh, just looking at her people uh, from afar? I am, I am. I'm actually spying on my friends who are on Save Our right now. You're on the radio. So, so yeah, well, I'm just amongst the people, watching people out here in the Ann Arbor Art Fair. Oh, fabulous. Oh, And, and how are they reacting to us being out in the art fair? Well, you know, um, I've got to tell you something. Um, the Rainbow Booth is right next to Community Baptist Church. <laughs> wow, so you guys have lots to talk about. It's true. So we've got lots of opportunities to, you know, hand out lube and, um, and, and some other things. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. But it's been good so far. So we're keeping track. We're, we keep track of a couple things at Art Fair. We keep track of people we see in sleeveless T-shirts. Oh, nice. We keep track of fanny packs. Oh, yes. We keep track of um, pregnant ladies. Really? Wow. And all of those things are in abundance here at Ann Arbor Art Fair 07. See, now, I thought the fanny pack had like come and gone, and it, we were done with the fanny Dan, pack. Dan, I do not want to hear you say that ever again. The fanny pack is coming back. It is. It's making a comeback. I'm bringing fanny back. <laughs> Well, I bring my fanny wherever I go anyway, so... Oh, my gosh. And so, it's, it's, it is humid out there from what I'm understanding. It is. I'm a bit sticky in, you know, the normal sense. Not Got the abnormal it. sense. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, it turns out to be it's a beautiful day. There's lots of people around here. You know, they're, uh, they're walking up and down the street. Nice. And some of them have, you know, art on a stick. And what is the art? That's always my question for Art Fair. What is the art on the stick this year? Um, the art on the stick this year seems to be some sort of butterfly. 
Oh. Butterfly so art on a stick. Wow, so the fanny pack and the butterfly on a stick is coming back. Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and even now, within my, 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 my range of sight, I see three fanny packs. Wow. Uh-huh, a black one, a brown one, and a black and white one. Oh, getting kind of fancy. Mm-hmm. How about you? How's your week? You, you, did you get in okay? No, it's hard to drive in when you're... Uh, well, one of the things that I learned to do is that I make arrangements to be driven in. So I, I call in some favors, uh, some, fr- some, fr- some friends, and have them uh, drive drop me off, and then I have another friend coming in to pick me up. So that I don't have to worry about parking or paying. It is $20 for parking out here. It's incredibly expensive to do anything here. I, have to, I have to pay a fee just to walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're not on that corner. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Hey, that's you, a good one. You just keep setting hey, me up. I'm working on my tan, okay? I don't yeah. care. <laughs> so how are people dealing with the, the, the humidity and the beautiful sun? And- you know, I, this is the second year that I've worked art fair, and it hasn't been that bad. Um, nice. You know, it's really nice out. We're, we're in the shade. Um, people should come by and visit us. We're right in front of Seva on Liberty. Great. No, is that Liberty? Yeah. Yeah, that's Liberty, yeah. So, so we're right in front of Seva. Look for the rainbow flags. And, wow. Um, yeah, it's been a really good time so far. Of course, now talk to me in three days and I might be, you know, spitting <laughs> poison. But <laughs> Well, I always enjoyed the art fair. As much as, as folks in the past have said, oh, they absolutely despise it, they hate it. I this is when the city becomes alive and and people are like enjoying themselves and I don't necessarily go for the art uh, because one it's it's sometimes a little out of my ten dollar price range. Um, <laughs> but um, oh, that's another fanny pack blue. Ooh, very good. How's your mouth? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but I, but I love like the classes that are being offered and the and the performance artists that are there, um, the the young opportunist um, uh, kids that uh, happen to be a traveling salespeople. Right. So right. I love the you know. So it just it just it, it's like I love just all the activity. It's just really fun for me. You know, it is quite an experience. There's so many people come into town, coming to Ann Arbor. For this art fair, it's like the first or second largest in the nation. Yes. Um, you know, and and you know, like you, like there are things that I love and things that I hate about the art fair. One of the things I really love are the sidewalk sales. So there's lots of sidewalk sales, and nice. the other thing that I really love about art fair is corn dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I also really like um, elephant ears. Elephant ears. Gotcha. What are they yelling at you in the background, or are they just kibitzing? They're they're just yelling, not yelling at me. Oh, okay. got it, got mm-hmm. it. So wow, so it seems like it's 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 quite the event that it, I guess it's the first day is is doing pretty good. First day is pretty pretty well. So I thought that maybe since I'm here and you're there, what we could do is maybe uh, you know I'm I'm we're stationed. Uh, here on Liberty, where the nonprofits are all stationed. Oh yes, okay. So there's a lot of really awesome organizations here. So I thought I might go and visit some of them, and oh, maybe okay. we can see what they're all about. Absolutely, that'd be great to kind of see who, because I always like to see, you know, what who's out there and and who decided to get a booth this year. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so oh, that's one thing I always wonder. Also, is Planned Parenthood next to the Right to Life people again this year? 
Um, actually, I think they're two booths down this year. Okay. Um, let's let's go find out. We're in the street now. Okay. We're walking down the street. Um, la la la. Right to life is right there. They're next to Michigan for Mitt Romney. Okay. Um, nope, right to life is right next to Burmese Relief Center. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so it's okay. a really lively crowd. There's lots of people um, who are who are, you know, just milling about, learning about all these awesome organizations. Right, And what's right. really cool is that these organizations are, they uh, they range really wi- widely. Oh, um, my gosh. Absolutely. So there's the Art Ann Arbor Ski Club and right next to a Chinese school. and Wow. It's really great. Wow. And, you know, that's also one of the things I love about Art Fair is that, you know, you, you, there's some nonprofits out there that I've never even heard of sometimes. Right. You know, or um, or even like sometimes you have pol- some of the politicians. Yeah. Oh, I Absolutely. hear music. I hear that's music. Right. That's right. I don't know what that's from. Oh, okay. There's a dingle. There's a dingle booth. Really? Oh, that's great. As in Congressman John Dingle. Right, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not the other sort of, you know, yes. dingle. I wonder if a kid, he got teased for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the poor guy. All I know is I want one of the t-shirts that say Team Dingle. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Ay, ay, ay. So, um, uh, so gosh, so besides art fair, I mean, has your life been consumed by art fair this past week? Or? It really has. You know, the Rainbow Booth has been taking up a lot of time. So the Rainbow Booth is a collaboration of a bunch of different LGBT organizations. Okay. So it's really cool that we get to a couple times a year, like, it's, uh, collaborate on, on, on an awesome project. Absolutely. Um, but otherwise, it's just been a really busy summer. So, um, wow. yeah, what about you? Well, th- things have been kind of started to pick up for me for the summer. Kind of started planning all my vacations and uh, and uh, trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the summer before uh, everybody gets back from school and everything gets more, you know, more busy. So, uh, Excellent. So are you, are you taking a vacation? I am. I'm going to be gone. Uh, not to like, I guess I was going to try to, uh, I should warn you ahead of time, but like the first couple of weeks of August, I'm going to be gone. Oh my gosh. So, so you, means- I could do it alone. <laughs> You're going to have to, it's going to be you and Alex. All right. <laughs> I think I think it's going to be in good hands. When the cat's away. <laughs> Oh my goodness! No, it'll be good times. You know, I'm used to doing it alone. So. Right. It's, you can. You can. <laughs> thanks a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you. I mean, it's gonna. You're gonna be great at it. No problem at all. I mean, you got seven seven months under your belt. You'll be doing fantastic. That's right. So, so I appreciate the vote of confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. Why is Alex like shaking his head? Like, oh my God, he's pulling his hair out. No, no. (laughs) He's looking at me like, what? What What did I do? Oh my gosh. So, who is all like collaborating at your booth? So, Eastern Michigan University's LGBT Center, uh, U of M's LGBT office. Uh-huh. We have um, the Rap Resource Center. Nice. Yeah, and we also have um, uh, HARC, the AIDS Resource Center. Got it. And also, uh, this year we have the Pride Network, which is the employee resource group for um, UM Health System. 
Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, so it's one big family party. One. It's really great. Well, you know, I hear that we're going to be. I just, I don't know if you've gotten your your uh, uh, email in the last uh, a few, like, at least to this afternoon. There's been some uh, breaking news, and we're probably going to have to be working a little bit harder together this uh, next few months. Really? Tell me more. Well, uh, Washoe County Board of Commissioners is meeting this at, this evening at six forty-five, and they may uh, be dropping the employment employment benefits for all Washoe County. Um, uh, domestic partners. Well, so are they telling people to get over there, to get over to the Board of Commissioners? Absolutely. Uh, the people are going to have to brave the art fair and try to get to 220 Main Street and uh, in Ann Arbor and uh, get to, get, go to the Washington County Administrative Building and uh, attend the uh, boardroom. And I, I hope we uh, kind of pack it. It's kind of last-minute notice, but... Uh, Wow. Yeah. So, but hopefully, uh, we're gonna we can get the word out and let people know that they need to show up at. Uh, I'll even let you not listen to the last fifteen minutes of uh, closets. If, wow. If people well, promise. Well, as long as they podcast it, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I, I think the board of commission, uh, board of commissioners, uh, is on uh, CTN Community Television Network. Really? Um, so, if it's not played live, at least they'll replay it at a later time. So. Uh, if you live in Ann Arbor or get Comcast, you could uh, possibly be able to watch what's going on. But it'd be better if you show up in person. That's right, and that's at 220 Main. Right, 220 North Main Street in here in Ann Arbor, uh, at the Washington County Administration Building. So 6:45. So 6:45. Well, that's really important. We need to make sure that the county maintains those benefits for for LGBT folks, right? Right, right, exactly. So, but it, it was wonderful. It's in my email. I got messages from the Resource Center, from U of M, Triangle, RAP, everybody letting us know that, hey, we really got to show up and uh, let them know that this is, that we need to keep our, our uh, protecting our, our families. Right. Absolutely. Awesome. Good. Man, yeah. So I want to check in housekeeping real quick. Can you okay. hear me okay? Absolutely. Okay. Can Alex turn you up in my phone? I don't know. Can you turn me up in his phone? Yep, he's yep, he's nodding yes. Are, am I getting any louder? You are, a little bit louder. Okay, a little bit louder, okay. Oh, now it's like you're right in front of me. That's perfect. Aww. <laughs> oh, just, just as if, you know what, I, I should have got like, like a, a cutout for you on the other to be on the other side of the table here. So it feels like that I'm talking to you. That would be excellent. You know? Or, or, have you, or have maybe you carry me with you and we can kind of like <laughs> sit there in the booth together. Right, that's right. <laughs> we, I put a little face on a, on a, on a, on a Absolutely. plant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. So um, we're gonna take a quick break and okay. um, play some music, and um, and then um, I th I'd like to kind of meet some people that are around you and maybe talk right, to great. some folks. Let's see who I can wrangle up. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm Lorraine. And we're from Camp Trans, and you're listening to Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's a radio, radio for, for all, all kinds of people. people. 
and and we are back. And we are back in the scene to WCB Clubs for Clothes. Absolutely. We're in two places, right? We're in our studios, and we're also in the Ann Arbor Art Fair. Yes. Gosh. And so I think that we could stop some places and talk to some of the awesome organizations that are here at Art Fair. Um, so I've got Lauren here, and Lauren is from Michigan Peacework. So, Danny, let's talk to Lauren, okay? Okay, great. <clears throat> Hi, Lauren. Hi. Hi, Lauren. You're you're on on the air with WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Um, Hi. Nice to. Yes, absolutely. So now, what what's the organization that you're representing? Um, Michigan Peaceworks. We're Michigan's largest grassroots peace organization, and we basically our mission statement is to promote peace, democracy, and civil liberties. Gotcha. And like, and what kind of like activities are you guys involved with uh, currently? Well, currently we just came out with a youth-manufactured publication called Armistice. It's actually a product of our youth activist network. Um, it's completely manufactured by high school and college students and even a few middle schoolers. And we're also involved in a lot of street theater, and we've been just trying to find creative ways to um, raise awareness and to basically, it's basically creative resistance. Gotcha. Now, I know this is going to sound like a silly question, but why talk about peace at this time? Um, because, uh, actually, President, the Bush administration recently said that Iraq is not his Vietnam, that it's his Korea, and meaning that we are going to create a permanent mili uh, military presence in Iraq, that we're going to build bases, and people don't realize, but this is going to be a long-running issue, and now that we're talking about Iran going to war with Iran, there's a conflict going on in Darfur, not to mention the conflict in Afghanistan. I think it's time that we stop thinking about anti-war and specific events, but we start thinking about peace so that we can change the course of events so that we're not reliving the horrors of history over and over. And so my question is, what's the difference between like anti-war and peace? Um, I think that peace starts, it starts with yourself, it starts as on a personal level, I think you have to be, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but you do have to learn, you have to learn to accept others. You have to learn to approach others in a certain way. Peace is also a local um, concept, creating peace locally between different groups. And Absolutely. then there is, I think, the concept of peace internationally. You know, anti-war is definitely a part of that international concept. But I think also just diplomatic relations and trying to feel empathy and becoming acquainted with other cultures so that when conflicts do rise, you're able to um, handle those conflicts in a civilized manner as opposed to, you know, preemptive strikes going to war and, you know, invading other countries and basically telling other countries what to do while pointing, you know, guns in their faces. Absolutely. I yeah. I, I, I totally agree. I mean, it's one of those things that how are we going to be able to be t uh, talking about peace with other countries if we're not doing peace within our own neighborhoods, our yeah. own streets? Absolutely. And and especially, I like the part where you said we're, we, we need to be able to learn to accept each other. Because yeah. we, if we're not understanding one another, how are we going to have peace? Or, you know, it's going to end up in conflict. Yeah, you know? I agree. And you know, another thing I've, I've been noticing. One of, sorry, Lauren, I'm on my own little soapbox at the moment. But it's one of those things of where, um, you know, we're also uh, talking about it in a much more. I think there's more power behind it when you're talking in the positive of being peaceful versus something yeah, that's versus anti. anti. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. How are people reacting to your booth? Um, 
mostly it's been very affirming. Um, a lot of people have shown interest. I mean, a lot of people, even if it's just they come up and buy a pin or if they actually sign a petition or if they actually take a copy of Armistice or if they actually, um, you know, sign a petition, sign up for our email list. We've gotten, you know, a lot of accepting remarks, you know, and we've gotten a lot of affirming, you know, actions that cover the whole spectrum of, you know, enthusiasm. And, and, and for our listeners who may not be at Art Fair, um, they might be listening like in Seattle, what, how could they sign up for um, your listserv or some activities that you guys are doing? Well, um, we have an, a website. It's justpeaceinfo.org. Um, and there's a way to sign up for our email list um, uh, through that website. But also I think just in terms of creating some kind of peace movement or creating some kind of action, I think that it's paramount to find like-minded people and to just gather and just to discuss, even if you're not necessarily taking taking any kind of action, I think it's important to just be able to create some sort of community where people who uh, care about the same issues can come together and talk about, and not even necessarily talking about ways to take action, but just talk about issues that they feel are relevant at this point in time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. So peaceinfo.org. Justpeaceinfo.org. Oh, one more time? justpeaceinfo.org okay and um and definitely stop by uh the booth uh at the yeah. art fair and it's on fifth and liberty perfect perfect and um and by the way what is the um the ballot that you're asking people to sign um the petition yeah the petition i'm sorry um it's the the august recess is coming up for michigan well for all congress people but basically it's the what it says on the petition is that um we're basically kind of sick and tired of words being thrown around frivolously. So it's a petition asking our Michigan Congress people to take a step towards ending support for the continuation of the war and to vote against the continuation of the war, specifically in Iraq. But Perfect. Perfect. Any upcoming events that people should know about? Well, in terms of art fair, we're going to be doing some street theater, so watch out for that. We also have a puppet that we are going to be taking around. Um, basically, um, there's a film, there will be a film series. Um, the first date for that film series is July 28th. It's going to be at the Michigan Union. Okay. We're going to be showing the movie M, Fritz Long's M. It's a, a movie that was actually directed during the, the rise of the Third Reich in Germany. It's basically the film series about... Um, showing art films that incorporate some sort of social commentary but aren't directly political, these directly political documentaries, such as, you know, a lot of Israeli filmmakers make a lot of, you know, directly political documentaries about Palestine. These are more films that are, I guess, artistic first, but don't forego any type of social commentary. So Perfect. Good, good. So, okay, so definitely look for that on July... 28th. 28th um, in the Michigan Union. Um, and definitely check out justpeaceinfo.org. And thank you yeah. so much, Lauren. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. And so, and that's a really good point. Um, one of the things that uh, folks need to know if they want to definitely get active is uh, there is the, uh, please go to matthewshepherd.org 
to talk to uh, to learn more about the hate crime legislation that's going through Congress at the moment as well. We'll talk about that further. Absolutely. Hey, hey Gabe. So who's yeah. next? Well, you know, I'm walking. You know, the thing about the the, the Michigan Peaceworks booth um, is they have some awesome signs and some great t-shirts too. So it's really pretty. The other thing. Nice, nice. And I like pretty. Oh, oh, okay. I just saw pink fanny pack. Oh, oh, uh oh. Pink fanny pack sighted. I'll be. So, do, so do you think they have other indications of uh, family? Well, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that they do. Oh, um, so let's see who else um, we can talk to. Let's see if these nice people here want to talk. Okay. Um, and this is Marl. Who is it? Um, the organization's called Marl. Marl, okay. Mayral. Mayral. And what's drawing me there is that they have buttons that say, I heart pro-choice boys. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and please that pick me up one. actually is a button I could get behind. Absolutely. So, um, so we're here with Tara from Marl, and I'll let you talk to her for a little bit. All right. Hi, hi, Cara. Hi, Dan. How are you? Good. I just wanted to let you know you're on WCBN FM Ann Arbor, so you're on the air. Hi. Okay. So, um, okay, we need to correct this right off the bat. It's Mayral. Yep, it's Mayral Pro Choice Michigan. Pro Choice Michigan, and so and so, I, I think I can figure out what you guys do. But can you tell me what you guys do. We are a advocacy or organization, a grassroots organization for a woman's right to choose. Um, gotcha. We are working on a campaign right now. It's a pro a pro prevention campaign focusing on contraceptive equity um, access to abortions for women who choose to have them, um, emergency contraceptive, and true sex education in the school, medically and scientifically correct sexual education in school. Gotcha. That's like a big agenda. It is a big agenda, but, you know, it's, it's achievable. We no. have a lot of support in the state, um, and it's a very practical, very real and accessible goal that we're looking at. Now, Dewey, because sometimes I get a little disappointed. I mean, we have kind of a uh, kind of a Republican state, and people are kind of disgruntled and, and things. Do you really think people, we could make a change? I really do, especially with what Merrill does is we are grassroots, so we're on the ground knocking on doors, making phone calls, um, and reaching out to people to get them involved in elections, to get them involved in reaching out to the legislature and letting them know that even though it seems that our leaders um, do not believe in what we say, we have the power to control our destinies. Um, and we do. And that is something that this grassroots organization is very good at doing. And especially nowadays, I think that is so important that we we do need to t take the power back and and be in control of our own lives. Definitely. Rather than yeah. having other people dictate how our life should be. So th that's terrific, Cara. Yeah. So, like, how are people reacting to your booth at the art fair? We've had a great, we've had a really great response, and and um, we have these wonderful I Heart Pro Choice Boys and I Heart Pro Choice Girls buttons that have been a hit. Oh, um, I want one have, of those. <laughs> yeah, we've had people walking by, and they said, "We saw those. We want one of those." So, um, but everyone's very receptive to to the pro the pro prevention agenda as well. 
Gotcha. That's great. Fantastic. Wow. So, and, um, okay, so you're probably going to say, Dan, I don't want to talk about this, but so uh, is the, sometimes they put you right next to that other group. Are you close? uh, We are actually four booths down from that other group. Okay. Um, And it's done a lot of good for us because we've had people just stop by the booth after walking by there and drop money in our donation bin. (laughs) Fabulous. (laughs) I love that. It's It's, incredible. Because you know what? It's kind of like their own little scare tank is working together. Against them, you know. Exactly. <laughs> they're like realizing what's going on. They're like, oh, I've got to get to that other group. <laughs> Absolutely. So, do you guys have some um, upcoming events that you um, might want people to know? And yep. we're actually kicking off our fall campus organizing campaign starting on August first. Okay. Um, so we will be on University of Michigan's campus, reaching out to students with rallies and um, <laughs> reaching out to students with with rallies and tabling events. And getting students involved and making sure that they understand how important it is that they're involved and active as students and continuing on into their postgraduate years. Gotcha. Absolutely. Now, there's a, I think there's a little flaw in the system here. So people don't come back till September 1st or after Labor Day. What what good are you going to do in August? We are getting ready. Oh, <laughs> okay. Got it. We got a lot to do putting our materials, and there are actually students already coming back onto campus. Yes. And we're hitting the early orientation session. Absolutely. That's what I was hoping you'd say, because there's a lot yep. of people orienting this summer. So yep. coming to Michigan, and uh, that's fantastic. So is it just Michigan, or are you guys going to be going to Eastern? or? No, nope, we're going to be at the University of Michigan, Michigan State, and Wayne State. Oh, and Wayne, so the big three. Yep. Wow, okay. We're coming out in force. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and I think that that's great. I mean, because I think um, there's a lot of folks that uh, can really do some good at those at those these, at these universities. And um, yep. and and you know what? And at the same time, I, I think we need some new blood. I agree. You know? um, as a as an activist who's getting a little bit older. Yeah, um, I, I understand, Cara. I, <laughs> I got a face for radio and an age for radio, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of liking this. I'd be a little scary to look at right now. <laughs> and how can, how can folks get a hold of you if they want to uh, know more? They can reach us at our website, which is mayoral. So oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not. It's pro ProChoiceMichigan.org. So it's all um, of that. So it's all one yep. word. Pro, ProChoiceMichigan.org. Yep, um, okay. Or our phone number is 248-242-0140. Could you say that one more time? I didn't get it all down. Yep, it's 248-242-0140. Fantastic. Well, keep up the good work. Um, well, I, it's always much. it always warms my heart when I see you guys there. So it's like, oh, they're still here. They're still helping. <laughs> yeah, we are still working hard. Oh. We will continue to do it for years to come. And one more, one last thing I forgot is there do you, on the website prochoicemichigan.org, Do you guys have a way to hook up to a lister for like latest announcements that yep. people need to be aware of? We do. We have something called the Can Alert System, um, and you can sign up for that on the website, and it'll keep you up to date on all the events that we have going on in Michigan. And I find it very helpful. It keeps Definitely, it, it sometimes it it definitely wakes me up that you know what I gotta keep going. I, the, the, our issue isn't done yeah. yet. Yeah, it's so. a fantastic issue to, to be fighting for. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you very much. Okay. But yeah, it, it really is important for us to be able to take our own power back and be in charge of our own lives, rather than you know the radical right or the religious right telling us what we what what is appropriate for us. Because that's right. I, I find it that I, I sometimes. I need to be my own person. 
Uh-huh. So, absolutely. You be yourself. I you be, be myself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. So, that was great. These are great people. I'm kind yeah. Of... How about another one? Absolutely. Okay. So, let's see what else is going on. Um, there's welding for art, Washtenaw Community College, and there's the sufficient privilege and protection. Nice. Um, wow, see, that's, a, that's got, a different one I haven't heard of before. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah, we've got uh, the Hepatitis C Fund. Oh, yeah, it's very important. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yes, that's becoming a little bit more prevalent uh, of an issue than HIV lately. So Yeah, they're, they're um, selling a cookbook. <laughs> Wait a minute. How to cook hepatitis C or? No, no, oh, no. Oh, okay. Don't be silly. <laughs> <laughs> so how about we start by this booth? Okay. Um, this booth is, um, and we're going to talk the bill. Okay. This booth is called NoSec. Are you familiar with NoSec? Uh, no, I'm not. So NoSec's mission is to prevent infant circumcision. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, so hold on. This is Bill. Okay. Hello, Dan. Hi, Bill. I need to let you know you're on the air with at WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Oh, hello. Hi, hi. So, hi. Um, so, Bill. So, what is No Cirque? No Cirque is an organization um, that opposes circumcision, um, especially routine infant circumcision, which is a uh, common practice in this country. Uh, we think it's a human rights issue, and that every boy or girl should be able to decide for themselves what happens to their own bodies. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and uh, this is a new organization to me. I mean, it's like in the last five years or so, or? Um, I, I think it's been around for about 15. 15, um, okay. I'm not the director of the organization, so I'm not sure, but it's been from grassroots for a while, and um, we're active in Michigan because Michigan has one of the highest circumcision rates in the country. The, really? The, the nation is about 50-50 right now as far as newborns circumcised. Wow. And Michigan's is still at about 85%. So. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And why do you think? Why, why do you guys think that that is? Oh, I think it's just because we'll have more traditional upbringings in Michigan and we're slow to change. Um, the coasts have very low circumcision rates. Uh, I mean, the east and west coast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because there's um, large immigrant populations where it's not practiced. It's not really practiced anywhere else in the world except for um, Middle East and Israel for, for religious reasons. Right, right. Yeah. So are you more talking to more, like, religious groups? Or are you talking, I mean, how are you getting the word out to folks besides going to the art fair? Oh, we do various events, uh, like uh, New Mothers um, show, like... Uh, what am I trying to say? Like a new mother's forum and various medical shows. Gotcha. And uh, Norm doesn't really contact, Norm is the director, Norm Cohen. Okay. He doesn't really contact uh, religious groups because that's a whole realm that we don't really want to get okay. into because so, <laughs> they absolutely. do it for a different reason and they don't really see it as a human rights issue. So Gotcha. So you're hit, more hitting like the medical establishment. And uh, and, and so why it, is this a concern? I, could you help me out? Why, why, why should I be concerned about this issue? Okay. Well, there's a couple of reasons. For one, circumcision removes about half of the penile skin that a man would have as an adult. And wow. there's 
a lot of protection involved with that. There's about 10,000 nerve endings that are in that um, skin that a uh, circumcised man will never know what that feels like, the, sensual, the sexual sensation. Oh, wow. And the mechanics of it also um, are extremely pleasurable for the female partner. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, just because of the way the mechanics of the foreskin works during intercourse. Well, I feel, and this is, I feel cheated this, now. Yeah, exactly. This is something that American men nor American women really know about. Right. Unless they've had the unique opportunity to have partners that are not circumcised. Right, absolutely. And so uh, is this group mostly made up of circumcised men or uncircumcised men? Or, I mean, it's, go ahead. Yeah, it's actually mostly circumcised men. There are some intact men. We say intact because... Oh, okay. If someone's had an appendectomy or does not have an appendectomy, you wouldn't say unappendectomized. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so the normal condition is intact, and Got the it. abnormal condition is circumcised. Got but anyways, it. there's a lot of women in the organization, too, mainly mothers who were presented with the issue when they had their babies Got and it. chose not to do it because and of the information that they researched. Gotcha. And how are people reacting to you at the art fair? It's generally really positive, um, and I've seen it grow more positive over the last two years that I've been doing art fair. Um, we get a lot of votes of support, and then we get a few people that still have the old myth that uh, it causes cervical cancer in the female partners, and what? that it's less hygienic and that kind of thing. But those are actually de- debunked medical myths. Bill, I don't understand how. Okay, obviously it's been debunked, but I, I don't understand where the logic is. Is that it would cause cervical cancer? And by by me getting um, yeah. being altered, how is how am is is it because I have more germs and so therefore? Well, that was that was what they were touting, but it's um, they studied two different ethnic groups when they did that study, uh-huh. and one ethnic group was more monogamous than the other one, so that was the effect, not the circumcision. The circumcised group was more monogamous, so it had more uh, to do with the promiscuity of the people that were studied. And once they corrected for the ethnic groups, uh, the, the effect went away, so there's actually no difference in cervical cancer between... Yeah. The women that were with circumcised as opposed to uncircumcised males. All right, absolutely. And yeah. then there's, you know, there's many other things that they've touted throughout the years as medical benefits, which you know they've since seen that they weren't using very good scientific methods, so they don't reference a lot of these studies anymore. The original uh-huh. reason, in the U.S. anyways, was because doctors believed it prevented boys from masturbating and that masturbation caused psychosis. So <laughs> that's my problem. <laughs> there would be a lot of psychotic men in the country, although maybe that's what's going. I don't know. <laughs> right? Maybe we'd have less of it. Oh my yeah. gosh! Wow! Um, I mean, I, just... I think most of us know that circumcision doesn't prevent masturbation. Absolutely that's not. Like... Absolutely not. Right? Absolutely. Wow! And now the latest, the latest uh, thing that they're trying to say is that circumcision prevents HIV infection. Um, among heterosexual sub-Saharan African males. Interesting. They won't let any of the studies go to completion. So we really don't know over the long term if it really does because, again, it has more to do with sexual practices. Is that is that because of the, because it's not being complete? The research is not being able to complete it is because of uh, funding is being pulled by this current administration, or oh no, it's because they see a protective effect. They see a protective effect, 
and they stop the study after a very short time. What they don't say is that, uh, you know, a man can't have sex for a certain amount of time after he's been circumcised, so that immediately eliminates some of the sexual encounters that he's having. And also the quality of the sexual encounters is different once one has been circumcised. Initially, uh, one is more sensitive sexually before it desensitizes. So a sexual episode may last a lot shorter than it would have previously. Got it. So there's all these factors that they're not considering, but everybody just jumps on the circumcision bandwagon when it comes to a medical study. And it's unfortunate that the peer reviews aren't really working with this particular issue. Right. It's the only um, elective procedure that's paid for by insurance companies and Medicare in in most states. Wow. Talk about having it entrenched in our our, our societal systems. Exactly. Wow. And again, one of the things is is that it determines, it also determines, does that child have the right to choose what they want done to their body? Exactly. Yeah, you know, and I, I mean, it empowers the child is, is what you're doing. Is you're saying, you know what? If that's something they choose to do, that's great. But, no, that's exactly know. when they're when they're an adult and can make an informed decision for themselves. I mean, by all means, they can modify their own body. Right. But right. What, if you make that decision for them, they they no longer have that choice, and it's really about domain of your own body. Right. So it comes down to a human rights issue in our view, and we believe this for females too. I mean, um, it's right. not as prevalent in the U.S., but there are still some rare cases of female circumcision. So we're also advocates against that. I never knew that. I never knew there was th- that they would circumcise a woman. Is it around the clitoris, or is it the more there's the labia? There's different forms. They remove the labia and/or the clitoris. Got it. And um, so there's different severities of that uh, procedure. Got it. But it's illegal in this country, but it's still performed by some immigrants where it's practiced in their home country. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So that's, a, that's also an issue we're active on. So. Right. And do you guys do any work? Now that you brought up the, the with women's circumcision, it sounds like there's some possible uh, work with the uh, intersex community. Uh, with the, the hermaphrodites and things like this, who people are choosing? That's a whole uh, other issue. Maybe I'm confusing two different issues. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure about that. Okay. But. No, it was just uh, sometimes they common goals for different things. That's all. Um, so, um, but this is, a, uh, this is great work. I'm really, it's again, one of those things of wanting to, empowering people to, to make the decisions of what they want under their body. That's great. Exactly. So, um, you can, if your listeners are interested, they can um, go to the website at www.nocirc.org gotcha. and get more information about it to make an informed decision about uh, their son. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, nocirc.org. Dot org, yes. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Bill. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Terrific. Keep up the good work. Well, thanks very much. This is that's really interesting. I, I'm really two in a row about controlling your own body and how you want your own body. That's really great. Wow. So, um, 
And I think I think that again, that's one of the things that I, I, I'm sorry to, for that. One of the things that I think we need to really take a look at is the definitely the difference of allowing empower. What, what's the religious community way afraid of uh, when we're trying to control our own bodies and our own destinies and things? So um, I find that very important. So Gabe, are you back there yet? Hello. Hey Gabe. Hi. Okay. Gotcha. I lost Sorry. you for a minute there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Bill was was still listening intently. Oh, oh, fantastic. Great. So Um and you know, I hate to break it to you, but Bill was a looker. Oh darn it. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to go... put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we have time for one or, one or two more. How I about think, it? I, absolutely. Excellent. You're so picking I out think... some really great people, Gabe. Good. So I think, you know, this this one organization really caught my eye because uh, it's it's uh, it's affiliated with uh, David Eggers, um, who is this uh, really good author. He wrote um, a book called Heartbreaking Work of Staggering Genius. Okay. And there's a... Uh, there's a writing center in town that's called 826 Michigan. So um, I'm going to hand it over to Angela, who's going to talk a little bit about it, okay? All right, terrific. I don't know who you are. I have no idea I was coming. Wait, are you the radio person? Oh, we're the radio person. Okay. No, oh, <laughs> you know we're coming. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> radio? Hello. Hi, Angela. I need to let you know you're on the air at WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Okay, hello. Hi. So what's the group that you're with? 826 Michigan. And what is 826 Michigan? 826 Michigan is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping school-aged children with their writing skills. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Wow. And so is that something we need in Washtenaw County? It is absolutely something we need in Washtenaw County. And let me tell you, the kids just have such a great time with it. We have very cool writing workshops that, you know, just aren't all about writing. We have one where um, kids can learn to write their own comics and they can draw and illustrate. Um, just very cool. And we also have tutoring for the more, uh, you know, academic side of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So when would somebody be, um, enter into your program or, or work with you? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Absolutely. When would someone enter the program or, 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 or be interested in entering or uh, working with you? They can enter at any time. If you're talking about the kids, um, yes. they can register for workshops. Um, they're all listed online at our website, e26michigan.org. Got it. And the drop-in programs happen um, during the week in the summer and also during the school year. Okay, so people can kind of get caught up on uh, getting prepared for the next uh, grade? or And what age range? Um, 8 to 18. 8 to 18. Oh, wow. So, um so, wow, so we're even teaching people to, to write even in high school. Absolutely. Gotcha. So how did this group get started? Dave Eggers, who I believe you've just heard, um, is an author, um, very famous author. Yes. Started the first 826 in Valencia, California. Um, 826 actually comes from the address, 826 Valencia. And oh. he started um, his nonprofit out there, and it sort of grew into a national organization. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so, and this happens to be the Michigan chapter or just the Washington County chapter? 
Um, it's 826 Michigan. Students come from all over the area. I know I've been in a workshop one time. There was a young lady from Roseville that was in there. So they kind of um, come from far away sometimes. Wow. That's great. And so um, so what ha- I mean, the transformation must be amazing, uh, especially when the, you, the kids start realizing that they're actually, you know, writing. You know, it is, and um, we've actually published kids' works um, in cooperation with different organizations, the Neutral Zone in Ann Arbor, um, Green Hill School in Ann Arbor, and these are real books um, you'd find anywhere. you find in the stores. I mean, these kids are getting published in a for-real book, and, and they're just they're so pleased when they're done. Um, even with just the workshops, they have a ball with them, and they come out feeling like writing is fun and not like it's work. Absolutely. And it is fun. I mean, it's really wonderful to be able to, you know, express an idea on paper or to be able to, you know, even just the old, I think, which is a dying art of just sending the uh, a letter through the snail mail. You know, everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or now are you out of curiosity? Are these same kids having troubles with reading? Um, you know, I don't really have a good answer to that. I okay. think that that sort of thing would be issued more in the tutoring programs and the drop in tutoring. Okay. Um, the writing workshops are more geared toward creative writing. Gotcha. Gotcha. So if I wanted to support the organization, I, I can't talk about any prices or anything like that, but, um, uh, like if I wanted to, to buy some of the books that the, the youth have, have written, uh, how would I be able to do that? You can do it a couple of different ways. You can call us. You can go to our website. Um, you can stop by our booth out here. We have books for sale out here today. Oh, wow. Okay. And actually, till Saturday. Gotcha. So they can actually buy the books through the website. Um, I believe so. Oh, now you're... Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, okay, that's no problem. So, but would and they be able to? Our telephone numbers on there. Got it. And would they be able to like at least find a title or an author and maybe even go yeah. to a local independent bookstore? Okay. Great. Terrific. Well, Angela, keep up the good work. So it's eight two six Michigan dot org. Correct. And um, yeah, keep up the good work. Thanks so much. I'll hand you back now. Absolutely. Okay. So that's fantastic, Gabe. I, yeah, I, I love them. Don't you love them? Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I mean, just the 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 work that they do, and it's great to hear like like an author um, giving back to the community. Absolutely, and he's he's really cool. So you should pick up one of his books. And you know, can we do one more? Absolutely. Okay, so one of my favorite organizations, and you might have seen them on on TV, um, is this organization called One W O N E. Okay. And it's the campaign to end poverty. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so I've only got five minutes. <laughs> okay, five minutes. But I'm going to have you... Um, Are we going to be able to talk about that okay? issue in five minutes? Hold on. <laughs> Hello? Hi, this is Dan. Um, and I'm sorry, who, I didn't catch your name. My name is Lisa Troymuth. I'm a student at the College of Pharmacy at U of M. Hi, Lisa. I need to let you know you're on the air at WCBN FM Ann Arbor. So just want uh-huh. to let you know we're we're live. Hi, um, everybody. <laughs> so, um, so what is this about? One. Okay, we're part of the One campaign, and it's a campaign to show that Americans care about ending poverty in the world. So, what we're trying to do is um, we have people sign the One Declaration which uh, shows that they support the One campaign. About two and a half million Americans have signed the One Declaration overall. And um, Bono is a spokesperson for the One campaign. So if you've heard about oh. it, pretty likely that you've heard about it through him. Absolutely. Maybe even one of his concerts. Um, 
and a lot of other celebrities behind the one campaign too. Yes, so. yes, he's yeah. he's not alone in this. Absolutely, definitely so not. How mm-hmm. in the world are we going to end poverty around the world? That that seems like a huge task. Yes, it is. That's very true. And um, the one campaign's goal is to try to get the uh, government to give an additional one percent of the U.S. budget to global aid. Right now, it's about 0.5 or 0.7 maybe percent of our budget. And uh, it's about like $10 billion. And uh, we could give probably an additional $15 billion if we increased it by 1%. And what would we do with that extra money? I mean, the, the, to the 1%. There are a lot of different causes um, that currently the government gives to, but it could help a lot more, such as the Global Fund to Fight TB, AIDS, and Malaria. Um, so that's global health. And then there's global education, trying to get uh, free public education for people all over the world. A lot of places don't have it. Um, and also um, microcredit loans is another way. It gives small loans to help people start a business and work out of poverty. They've been really successful in places like Bangladesh, India, um, and Africa. Right. And even in the U.S., there are a few that. Right, exactly. Wow. So so basically dealing with health care, education, and, and starting your own business or being independent. Yes, trying to empower people exactly. Absolutely, wow. And yes. so, um, what are some of the programs that you that, that that are that you guys are affiliated with? Do we have like a a program that's specifically connected to us here in Michigan? Right. Um, we do have uh, one does act as an umbrella organization for a lot of different poverty focused groups, um, and there is a one campaign group at University of Michigan. It's small right now. But um, I actually was a representative for the pharmacy school in the Michigan Student Assembly this past uh, semester. Okay. And I was on the Peace and Justice Committee. And we got, um, we put forth a resolution for MSA to support U of M uh, becoming a university of one, which means that the university supports the one campaign. And me and the president of MSA, Zach Yost, actually wrote a letter to Mary Sue Coleman about a month ago asking her to support you about becoming a uh, university of one. So we're still waiting to hear back from her on that. <laughs> yeah, well, she, she might be on break. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that would, now what would that mean if the University of Michigan did become a university of one? It would mean that um, the U of M supports the one campaign, supports the government donating more funds to foreign aid, which we think um, is definitely aligned with the university's goals. Um, this past year is the Global Citizenship Year in LSA, so we think that it seems like U of M does care about these sorts of issues, so Absolutely. Uh, we would expect that they would um, support something like the One Campaign. Absolutely, absolutely. And so uh, why do you why do you volunteer for this organization? Like, why, why is this tear at your heartstrings? Well, I've always um, cared, even since I was a kid, I've never really understood why Certain people in the world have everything they need and some just don't. And it always bothered me a lot. And it makes me feel empowered as a citizen to know that my voice can matter in the fight against global poverty. And I hope to, you know, make other citizens feel empowered the same way. Is there any, like, during your time with the, with one, I mean, do you have any, like, where you realized you are making a difference? Well, um, actually, before I got into one, I worked, and I still work, with a group called Results. We also have a U of M group, and we do more direct lobbying of Congress people about certain poverty-related legislation. Uh-huh. And I actually have um, been at lots of um, meetings with Congress people or their uh, aides in their offices uh-huh. and telling them about those um, pieces of legislation. And they've actually, a lot of them have signed on to them and 
you know, so we really definitely made a difference. That's great. Wow. You know, we talk about that a lot of visiting your legislators and talking to legislators. How, how did you learn to do that? Or what is your strategy when you walk into those offices? Like, how do you prepare? Um, well, results and one as well, when they do visits, they're very good about preparing you before you go to a meeting like that. Okay. They give you a lot of good information. Um, I know results will give you certain like stories that you can share about people who have been empowered in this way in the, um, these countries that we're trying to help. And um, I personally actually went to Ecuador last summer and with the Quito project from U of M, and we tutored kids there. So I, that made me really care about global education, and I usually share that story when I go lobbying. Wow, absolutely. Man, mm-hmm. and, how, and how do they react to you? Um, they actually, a lot of them seem very engaged, even people that you wouldn't expect necessarily to care about global aid. Um, and especially the stories, I think, really get to them and helps them see that these are like real people that you're helping. And they are. They really, and they, they, they are real people. And they just can't get mm-hmm. to where they're sitting, you know, where Absolutely. the legislators are. I think that's great that you're, you're really empowering folks um, that we've taken power away from. And I think that's really that's great. That's right. That's what we're hoping to do. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Lisa. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. Oh, before you go, how do we get a hold of your organization? Okay, you can learn about um, one at www.one.org. You can sign the one declaration as well. And you can learn about results at www.results.org. And uh, my uh, email address is lmtreu at umich.edu. Gotcha. Terrific. So one.org or results.org. Yes. Gotcha. And any upcoming events in Ann Arbor besides the um, Art Fair? Yes, obviously? we actually have an educational event on Tuesday, July 31st for results. And it's in the union, the Michigan Union, the student union, at uh, 7.30 p.m. Tuesday, of, uh, July 31st. Gotcha. Perfect. Thank you so much, Lisa. Okay, thank you. So, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. You really picked out some really good ones. Oh, thanks. Oh, my gosh. You were doing... I wanted to go talk to the nudists, but we don't have time. You know what? We do. <laughs> so, so yeah, so there's a lot of really awesome organizations here. Absolutely. You know, Gabe, I just wanted to kind of put a word out there that one of the other things that came across the email and I'd, and um, and I'd, and uh, Lisa reminded me is that folks really need to get a hold of their legislators um, because the hate crimes bill in uh, Congress is uh, being voted upon today or tomorrow. That's right. And so, so the, go ahead. So they can go on the website and, and put in their zip code and get the, the congressman, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I really encourage people. Um, Matthew Shepard's father is talking about this and, and just saying he just doesn't want this to happen to any other you know any other uh, any other son and who's dealing with these issues and i i think it's really something important for folks to really um the the legislators are definitely going to hear from uh, the religious right which does not that is absolutely terrified of this going through um Mm -hmm. and i really think that they really even if it's only like 16 of us against you know a million you know, it'd be really important for us to uh, let them know that we are here and and we do care about our our community. That's right, and that this, and that no no one deserves to to be the victim of of hate because of who they are. Right? Absolutely. So just to spread the love, Gabe, get, go out to the art fair and just spread that love. I'll spread like butter. Like butter. <laughs> Fabulous. Terrific. Gabe, you did a great job out there. Thank you. Well, thanks, and we'll see you all next week. Absolutely. Okay, bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbncloisets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhage, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else. Yeah, I remember kids watching children's shows and they'd have maybe three round objects and one square mm-hmm. object or three white objects and one black object and they'd mm-hmm. be asking which one of these things doesn't belong one you know of these things is not, not like yeah, the other. one of these, these things, things just doesn't exactly yeah. you know and i'm i can remember thinking like well why doesn't this thing belong mm-hmm. you know i mean why would anything be put on the planet that didn't belong right. you know, there's a place for everything I can just think and being being taught that from an early age you, just lets you see why there's so much prejudice and injustice in the world. Everything belongs on WCBN 88.3 FM, Ann Arbor. Yo, I could swallow the sea. I could hold my breath and count to a zillion. I can fly. I can stretch and stretch for a million billion miles till I'm the highest man in the world. Yeah, well, I could become a giant robot with magic death rays. That's nothing, man. I can't be burnt. Like, I could eat flame and stick my head in an oven and close the door and turn invisible. Hey, will you kids keep that down in there? Your mother's got a splitting headache! And knock off that boasting! If the same old senseless posturing has got you ready to junk your terrarium and start raising sea monkeys, hold the bus. You've got the bragging rights to the best mix of freeform music and public affairs right here on WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor, 88.3, radio free, no lying. I can speak 12 languages and turn into plastic, man. Well, I could talk to animals and turn into Stretch Armstrong and The Flash. I seen Star Wars and Planet of the Apes eight trillion times. Yeah, well, I seen Tatum O'Neill naked. Yeah, well, I could eat 900 boxes of Count Chocula, and my uncle used to host Whopper Room, and he knows Count Chocula, Godzilla, and Bruce Lee personally. I got an iron neck. Hey, I thought I told you to keep it down in there. If I hear one more word, you're getting head cheese for dinner, and I mean it. I can juggle machetes. Man, I ate the brown acid at Woodstock. You liar. All right, here we are. 